What's going on, guys? I had to send out a few notifications, uh, which uh, <clears throat> I was doing during that delay. What do you think of this music, man? Let's get into the show, guys. Good morning. It's Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory in just a minute. Um, yesterday, I was coaching a guy, uh, a guy I like a lot. I've coached him. Well, I've coached him a lot, actually. <laughs> but um, he presented me with a, uh, a situation. And um, he told me, he said, man, I've sought out many different men for counsel on this um, I won't name any names but some very very uh, uh, popular YouTubers uh, even some pastors he said he said <laughs> uh, he said he even reached out to a couple pastors at least one uh, looking for some guidance on this issue now I'm not going to judge the issue because clearly he went through this and uh, many, maybe many other people go through this and so I want to talk to you about how I counseled him and how he had extreme clarity after our discussion. Um, boy, where do I start with this thing? <laughs> it's, uh, it's unusual. Um, this gentleman um, was doing uh, mixed martial arts. Tranquility, yeah, that's right. I don't even feel like giving a show. <laughs> I'm so chill right now. I'm like, damn, do I got to get this show? <laughs> These people need it. Get through it. But uh, I'm so chill, man. I don't feel like teaching. I don't feel like doing anything. I just feel like just being in the zone. Anyway, um, I see a super chat here. Let me get to that. Jason Michael Jacobs, thank you for the contribution. Heading out to boxing MMA practice, uh, ironically. Uh, looking forward to reviewing this broadcast. Everyone watching, have an excellent day. EO's message is instrumental to all of our evolution. Send some more dough. <laughs> thank you, man. Better you than me to say that. But uh, uh, clearly, uh, I appreciate everyone. Uh, all the members are, are welcome to correspond. Uncle Guns, I see you. Thank you uh, for your continued support. SNO Ben Barrera! Becoming a regular here. Thank you for the $10 uh, contribution to the broadcast. This may not be for everyone, uh, so I'm trying to alarm you. This may not apply to you. And if it doesn't, it could apply to you in another area, though. It may not be the exact same scenario, but it could it could happen in another way. So this particular gentleman um, had a MMA instructor for 10 years. Which I thought is a quite a long time to have a, <laughs> a a relationship, a business relationship with someone. It's a long time. 
But anyway, he said he was seeing this guy. This guy, uh, yeah, by the way, this this uh, this client told me, please share this with the people. Um, you help me tremendously. Somebody else might go through this. A young person who um, maybe is brought up by a single mother, no father in the picture or something like that. And, and he might be in his feelings a lot, like too much, too much in his feelings. And so please share this with your his audience. So I'd like to thank him uh, for his blessing to share this today. I won't say his name. It's unimportant. But it's guys like that that uh, I like coaching guys like that. So anyway, this guy was uh, he reached out to uh, an MMA gym and he uh, he was dealing with a guy. Uh, keep in mind these these people that I'm about to mention to you are older. <laughs> this guy I'm talking about now is in his fifties. Um, this sensei master, I think he called him master. Masters, master something. He was about sixty. He's sixty-one, um, and his mother. His mother is part of this conversation, and his mother is in her seventies. <laughs> in her seventies. Um, so let's let's fast forward. He's he's learning MMA. Um, he's building some sort of relationship with this master sensei going by his language master sensei he's building some sort of professional but it seems to be that it also kind of branched off into kind of being a personal relationship meaning there was a friendship being established and so um he said one day he was taking out his master for a birthday birthday a birthday dinner and the phone rang and uh I want to welcome somebody here. I thought I saw somebody join the discussion. True Savage, welcome aboard. It's been a long time since I've seen you. And uh, so he said he was he was having a he was, he took his master sensei out to lunch or something. The phone rang. It was his mother on the other line. I'm going to get into three things that all men need to stop doing, okay? Or they need to consider not doing moving forward. And so uh, the phone rang, and it was his mother. And, um, you know, I, I went ahead and played all these scenarios back to him and told him what he should have done and how he's greatly responsible um, for this situation that I'm about to explain to you. And so the phone rang and it was his mom and his mom told him that she was on vacation visiting her sister. And basically her sister like whooped her ass. <laughs> her sister like whooped her ass. And uh, I said, hey, did you whoop the ass? Seven-year-old women fighting and shit? <laughs> and he said, uh, yeah, I guess she stole on my mom. No, he didn't use those words. Those are my words. Uh, but he said basically that um, on that call, the mother called. I don't remember if he said frantically or not, but basically he took a call while uh, uh, out to eat with, uh, with his sensei friend. And so uh, he said, yeah, I just got off the phone with my mom. Now let's start. I want to pull something up here. He took a call with his mom, and then he con he continued then to express the nature of the call. And so this is where I tell you guys, and I've told you this before. 
Now, this, this may not be in, in, in any particular order, but let me, let me just say this. You're going to have to stop mixing business with pleasure. Now, a male friendship, two guys becoming friends, is a form of pleasure. Okay, it's a form of pleasure. I mean, you enjoy conversations, you enjoy dialogue, maybe going out doing things guys do. And so, but you're going to have to learn that if you recruit someone or hire someone to teach you something or to provide a service for you, it's not in your best interest, I would say 99.9% of the time, to then want to create a friendship out of that. Even if you're managing people or you're, you know, you're, 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 uh, you're a supervisor of some sort. Never get chummy with the people. It's a bad look. He went on later to tell me that my mother and I had somewhat of a friendship together, which I then educated him and said, never be friends with your mom. Never be friends with it. This is my opinion. Let me just let me start, let me start, let me start by saying this is my opinion. Never be friends with your mother. Your mother shouldn't want to be friends with you. Only boring people want to do that. Boring moms want to do that. Moms with no life and uh, moms that want to like still be up in their kids' business want to be friendly. And so never be friends with your parents. There's, there can be a friendly element, but not friends where you're calling yourself, she's my best friend. We're like friends. No, sir. So I had to educate him on that. Uh, your mother is your mother. Um, you are her son. And, and when you become of age to become a young adult and move on uh, with your life, um, you should be sharing everything with your mother. Okay. Uh, you shouldn't be sharing everything with, with a lot of people, which will go into another uh, bullet point that I've prepared. But the first thing I want to tell you guys is stop mixing business with pleasure. If you hire someone, like for example, if someone were to hire me to be their coach, I am not your friend. I wasn't hired to be your friend, um, nor do I have an interest in being your friend. I've had clients tell me, you know, I look at, I look at you like a father. I look at you like a big brother. I've even had clients tell me I love you, coach, um, which is alarming. It is alarming. And I'd like to tell anybody who ever felt that way for me. You love me in the moment. <laughs> you felt love because I was honest with you. Um, I did bullshit you. And I gave you clarity. So when anybody does that for you, there's a sense of love and respect and peace in that in that during that transaction. And so when I hear that, I knew it wasn't love. It was just the moment was true. And, and uh, they appreciated me and they appreciated what they're able to get out of the discussion. So please be uh, aware of this whole love thing. Uh, I told I already taught you about this numerous times what love is. But I, I need men to know this. Stop mixing business with pleasure. If you have a barber, he's not your friend. He's your barber. The second you call your, your barber a friend, now he's late. He's canceling appointments. Um... He not he's not that he not, your, your haircuts may not be as on point or they could still be but people get lazy people take you for granted when you hold them accountable from a business standpoint hey we're this is business there's no feelings in business um, I offer you a service you offer me a service we benefit one another um, if you are late um, incompetent unreliable 
you have to go. And it's it's easier to get rid of somebody if there's no feelings attached to it or no relationship attached to it. It's harder, and it goes into this story that this this man that I coached created an attachment to this other man. Um, and please refrain uh, from thinking that that's soft or simpish or beta or it's not. You can form attachments to men. You can. You, you can form attachments to anyone and anything. If you're around it long enough, you admire it long enough, maybe even if you're lonely, um, you, you tend to really form attachments almost anywhere. <clears throat> so I want to tell you this. This was a big problem of his. He mixed business with pleasure. He should have never took his sensei out. What he could have done, if you want to do something nice for someone who was a coach of yours, you can reward him with a bonus. Pardon me for one moment, please. Pardon me, I had a package at the door. I had to go grab that. Where was I? If you want to do something nice for a coach, mentor, uh, someone you work with, even then you got to be careful. Don't get any gushy gifts. Um, if there's a steakhouse or something like that, get him a gift card. Don't go with him. Uh, trust me on this. Just trust me on this. Um, that's not to say you can never go out and have a business dinner. But this was more of an intimate kind of thing. He was coaching him with MMA. This wasn't like an ongoing relationship, some sort of retainer that you've had for, for several years where you're discussing business. It, it's not like that. So if you want to do something nice for someone that you've um, hired, get them a gift card. Don't go with them. Keep it, keep it business. So that way you can reprimand appropriately. <laughs> um, you just got to trust me on this as a man. This is, this is what you really need to be hearing. Um, clearly, the woman's stuff and dating, I've done a thousand videos on that. But you're going to need to know these things. Don't mix business with pleasure. No one I've ever worked with, uh, at least in the last 10 years, that I've ever seen as a friend. There might have been a friendly moment, a moment that was, but they were always an acquaintance, um, never seen as a friend. Um, and it's better that way. If you need to depart, no harm, no foul, um, and, you, and you remove yourself. So, guys, trust me on this. Stop mixing business with pleasure. So he went on to tell the guy, um, and this is what he was too, a tell-all. I had to tell this guy this. Stop being a tell-all. Well, what's a tell-all? It's a person who tells everyone their business. I mean, you keep nothing to yourself. You tell everybody. You tell everybody when you got a raise, when you didn't get a raise, when you when you got a woman's number, when you didn't get a woman's number, when um, something, uh, I don't know. Something uh, great is on the horizon for you. You want to go tell everybody so they know your business. Or if you're um, suffering and, 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 and you're plummeting, your business is plummeting. You te stop telling everyone your business. Guys, stop. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot stress this enough. Don't tell women your business. Don't tell men your business. Don't tell your mama your, mama your business. Don't even tell your father your business. I, I mean that. Or if you're going to tell them something, tell them just enough. But your, your best option, and I mean this, is to hire someone who is unbiased, who 
It's not going to favor you or enable you. Hire someone that is completely outside of your dynamic, your, your normal dynamics, and get his opinion. Trust me on that. B- Brian Harper, $20. Good to see you, BH. Live on a Sunday. If you want to do something nice for a coach, send him a super chat. <laughs> Indeed. Good morning, yo. It's a hard, it's hard, it's hard to catch you live during the week. So it's great to see you today. Have a blessed day. Hey, what a nice message. Thank you so much. It's great to see you. But stop being a tell-all. I know you get excited, you want to tell people stuff. Refrain. Refrain. Slow down. People don't care about you that much. Okay, people don't care about your business that much. And if you tell people who aren't doing so well, you're doing well, well, they're just going to be envious of you anyway. And so just don't tell people your business. Keep it to yourself. Trust me. You can't let a devil in if you don't open the door. I told my client that. What'd you expect? You you let the devil in. You let a devil in. You let him in. Devil didn't just come in, and I'm speaking figuratively, not literally the devil. But people can be the devil, and oftentimes they are. And so um, you let the devil in. And then you got mad because you let the devil in. (laughs) So stop being a tell-all. So let me tell you the story now. He gets off the phone with his mom, and I told him, this is what you should have done. Pardon me for a second. I got to take a phone call and you should have gotten up and walked away and took the phone call with your mom. And as your mom was telling you this stuff, you should have had very little reaction, if any, especially in public, but even privately. If, if my mother would have called me right now and say, I was at such and such's house and she whooped my ass, I would say, well, what did you do to get your ass whooped? If my mother called me right now and said, uh, hey, I was out, I went to visit someone, and they whooped my ass. I would say, well, okay, well, what did you do to get your ass whooped? And why do you hang around people that, that want to whoop your ass? <laughs> I mean, you know when people don't like you. You know when people are jealous of you. You know when you have haters. You know when people are dysfunctional. You know when people are drinking a lot, what, what can come out of that. Um, you know people's bad attitudes. You know people's miserable um, lives. What did you do to get your ass whooped? <laughs> and so I would have just said, "Hey, mom, I'm out, I'm out to eat right now. Put put a steak on your eye, and I'll call you in about an hour. But go sit your ass down somewhere, and 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 we we'll have to figure this out. I mean, what'd you do to get your ass whooped? Nobody just gets their ass whooped, okay?" I mean, very few people just get their ass whooped. I mean, you did something, you said something, you perturbed someone, and in wrong place, wrong time, you got your ass whooped. All right. So and then I would have went right back to I would I would went right back to the the table and said, uh, now if I had to leave, I would just say, hey, listen, I got to cut this one short. Dinner's on me. Enjoy yourself. Um, I'll take care of the check. We'll be in touch. I would have did something like that if I needed to go address something. Instead, what this man did, he went back to the table and told all his business. Oh, that was my mother on the phone. That was my, she went and saw her sister. It was her sister that whooped her ass, by the way. It was her sister. He said, oh, uh, 
my my mom got her ass whooped by her sister. And then he said, Master, Master Sensei, will you teach my mother self-defense? Mother, (laughs) will you teach my mother self-defense? I know you've been teaching me for 10 years. I ain't learned a goddamn thing. And I was thinking, bro, what did you learn in 10 years? You could have just taught her yourself. By then, you should be a master. 10 years? 10 years you've been up under this motherfucker's supervision and and you ain't learned nothing? Fuck, you got to involve this other man, which is really, uh, again, a very beta move. And I, and I told him this. This is nothing I didn't tell him. Very beta. Everything he was doing was just fucking soft and emotional and feminine. And, um, you know, Sensei, whatever, sitting there eating his steak on old boy's diamond shit. He's like, your mama got her ass whooped. I could train your moms, man. No problem. He told me he meant well. He said, I meant well. I just wanted to help, hopefully, put a few extra dollars in my sensei's pocket and at the same time help my mother get a little self-defense. Well, I was like, so what? Are they organizing a, a, a an MMA fight? They're going to fight again? They're going to go. He's going to do a, a Rocky Five. My ring's outside. My ring's outside. She was going to tell her sister that shit. My ring's outside. Yo, I didn't hear no bell. One more round. Is she going to tell her sister one more round or some shit? <laughs> so, uh, he, uh, he told Sensei, Master, that, uh, can you train my mother? Can you train her self-defense? And I was just thinking, bro, what the fuck you learn in 10 years? Shit, I could, I could, I learned shit in 10 minutes. I le- <laughs> 10 seconds 10 years you couldn't you know you didn't learn nothing so you should be a master fam yeah rematch yeah they had a rematch clause and shit she stole on her mind motherfucker rematch clause October (laughs) Madison Square Garden and shit anyway uh, he so many things he did wrong number one you little man coach you for 10 years i can see a couple years fam 10 years you better be ready to go fight in the octagon or some shit i mean you better know how to fight (laughs) if you hired a motherfucker for 10 years you better know how to fight and so um so many things he did wrong number one number one let's recap number one he makes business business with pleasure I don't care how much you admire someone. You don't have to be friends with them. Keep it business. It's better that way. You can hold people accountable if you're paying them for a service and they're doing a lousy job. or um, You can hold them accountable. Okay. You can also reward them if they're doing a great job. It's better to keep it business. Don't invite them out. Here's another thing. Okay. We're going to be here about an hour at least. So many, there's so many events that happened. This was a four-year span. This particular situation happened in a four-year span. Again, to reiterate, ages, 50s for, the, for my client, 60s for the sensei master for 10 years, and 70s for the moms. 
So, you know, like I said, Sensei's eating his T-bone. I can train your moms, huh? She got ass whooped, huh? I got her. I can use some extra change. Fuck it. He introduced moms to the sensei. And the sensei started smashing that ass. The sensei started smashing that ass. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know why? You know why, though? You want to know why? I'm, everything I'm telling you is why. But. It's not her fault. It's like I've been telling you for a couple of weeks now. Everybody's got a price. She had her price. And you've got your price. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a need. And. uh Everybody's got a price. So, he introduced the mom to the sensei. And then he said, uh, one day I smelled my... (laughs) He said, how I knew, coach, that my sensei was fucking my mom was that I smelled the oil. My sensei wears an oil. (laughs) You know, from the mall and shit. He put an oil on. You know, when he be training people and shit, you know, like, you know, like senseis and shit, like physical trainers, they do that because they're low, low key kind of creeps and shit. They want to like look at women's asses. Yeah, two more, two more, two more. <laughs> Come on, you got it. <laughs> low key, like physical trainers are like creeps and shit. They want to like try to low key, like fuck all their clients. I met a lot like that. And so, you know, he would, you know, the master sensei would, you know, put on his oils and shit, oil up, smell like lavender and patchouli. And he would go train, you know, my client. And he said, uh, you know, coach, this is how I figured it out. One day uh, I, I saw my mother and I smelled the oil. I, sp- I smelled that oil on my, on my mother. <laughs> I said it wasn't Crisco oil. He said, "No, no, it, it was it was that patchouli. It, it was that patchouli, man." <laughs> and my sensei wear that patchouli, man. He said, "That's how I figured it out that he was all up on my mother." I said, "Well, maybe he was just showing her like uh, sweep the leg or some shit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he said sweep the leg. Do you have a problem with that? No mercy. <laughs> maybe he was training your mother for the rematch." And he said, nah, coach, uh, this was on the breastesis. I smelled it on the breastesis. No, he didn't say that. I, I got to add a little bit of humor. He said, coach, I smelled that. Oh, I saw a drop of oil on a breastesis. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he found a, I, I found a dark, kinky hair uh, in a cleavage, coach. And it smelled like patchouli oil. I took it to the lab. I had it, I had it tested. And they extracted patchouli, um, lemongrass, lemon balm, <laughs> um, and some, uh, what the fuck is that shit? I started taking that shit too. What is it called? 
Incense. No, not, not incense, but we'll just say incense for now. Read confessions of a personal trainer. Yeah, facts. These dudes, even cops do this. A lot of cops don't have... They 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 do they go into the field for the wrong reason anyway. They don't have self they have low self-esteem. They need they need powers. They need a badge and a gun. And so that's why they go into not all cops, not all, but I'm I'm a, a majority. So you know the uh the personal trainers of the world, there's some creeps low down. And they they try to low key smash all their clients. Not all of them, but a lot. Anyway, um he said he had access to his mother's text messages because uh, she had to undergo like a surgery uh, or something like that. And so he was kind of helping her with her business affairs and, and things like that. So he would get her text messages and kind of respond. And I guess the mom forgot to turn them off. <laughs> and he said he looked at his mom's text and he saw a big ass mandingo dick in it. No, I'm just. <laughs> he said uh, there was sexting going on, coach. My, my, my mother was walking around in a silk robe sexton no he didn't say that I'm joking he probably they probably did have a little of that going on why not and I, and I know I'm gonna miss a lot of this story because there was a lot said it was a 75 minute call and I said uh so you were mad about this you were mad about you were mad. He said, well, Coach, yeah, I was mad. Anybody be mad. I said, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't give a fuck if my mom was getting gang-banged by a whole football team. None of my business. Why would I care? I, I went on to tell him that uh, a story about, you know, my adolescent, my younger years. And I said, uh, number one, you got attached to this man. Okay, let's, let's go into this. I, I got to show you something. Attachments lead to turmoil. Three bullet points today. Attachments lead lead to turmoil eventually. And so he be he became attached to him. This was my master. This was my 10-year master. This was my friend. We talked. I took him out to eat. I tried to help the brother make a little more money by referring my my mother that got her ass whooped by her sister to him. So there was a lot of attachment. There was a lot of intention. And you got to be careful with intention. Because intention. I've heard this once. Intention. Creates tension. <laughs> Too much intention. Creates inner tension. That was a dope line when I heard that. And so you want to be intentional, but within reason, without attachment, with a purpose, but all the while understanding that this is temp this could be temporary. And so remember that. Too much intention, meaning too much attachment, too much label to the relationship, too much expectation, too much intention will create inner tension. Okay, too much intention will create inner tension. And so what he was mad at, because check this out, he probably went over there with his bag and shit, sensei, master, uh, whatever. He probably went over there with his bag and his headband on and shit, 
with his patchouli oil and his incense. And he went over there and he had his wristbands on and his fucking, you know, he was ready. Res- resistance bands. And he said, is Beverly here? Where is Beverly? I don't know if her name is Beverly. But he knocked on the door. Beverly! Beverly is Master Sensei. I'm here to help you whoop your sister's ass. And she had, she opened the door in a silk robe, and you expect the brother. She opened the door with her bosoms out. She opened the door with the leg showing. <laughs> and he said, "Oh shit, I can't fuck over his mother. He'll go crazy." But I'm still a man at the end of the day. And I had to tell my client this. Remember, at the end of the day, a man is gonna be a man. And for you to expect a man to not think like a man, to not see an opportunity or even a mark. I said, your mom's probably a mark. Look, your mom's an old mark. Oh, yeah. She's a mark. Guaranteed his mother's a mark. He walked in the crib, looked around. He said, oh, shit, she got some crystal up in this motherfucker. Look like she got a little money. You still work, uh, Gertrude? You still working, I see, huh? You got some energy on you, baby. Yeah. Still working? 70-something years old, still work. Ooh. You got some energy. <laughs> I'm going to need you to bring that energy to this to this defense I'm about to show you. We're going to get your sister in the ring in October. But he looked around. He said, okay, no man up in this piece. Uh, I done taught her son how to fight, so I know all his weaknesses. Real talk, listen. I, I know, I know all, I, all your son. I know all his weaknesses. He told me everything about his whole life. <laughs> I didn't even ask him. He told me everything about his life, so I know all your son's weaknesses. I don't fear him at all. As a matter of fact, I taught him how to fight, and he still don't know how to fight. Because if he knew how to fight, he would have taught you how to fight. So he walked in. He was looking for an opportunity. Shit, that guy, she got an extra room up in here. I can cut down on my rent. My lease is almost up. Shit, my lease is up in October. Fuck that. I move up into this room here. Fuck, I smash Gertrude every week. Get that pension. Get her husband's pension. I'll get her pension too. <laughs> See, you opened the door for the devil. And I'm not calling the man a devil. I'm not. I'm I'm calling him an opportunist. He was an opportunist. He probably went with good intentions. He probably even asked, how old your mom? 72. Okay, I'll train her. Fuck it. I I, I need to build up my clientele. But when he went, he was pleasantly surprised. Because she had a silk robe on. And her breasts is out. And bacon was cooking in the background. And he said, oh, shit, I'm moving up in here. (laughs) This is my spot. You my son. He looked at my client and said, you my son now. (laughs) You my son now. You understand that? (laughs) You my son now. I know my client's laughing. I gave him the game yesterday. I gave him the clarity again. He said someone very popular in this space coached him. Unfortunately, it didn't work. He said he had two pastors coach him, and he even had his barber. He went to his barber. You know what his barber told him to do? Something. Another emotional man. He said, hey, you need to get a pistol. You need to get a pistol and walk up on dude. 
and try to scare him away. And I said, okay, so you're going to lose your job and get your ass whooped. Because you know Sensei, Sensei going to whoop your ass. Sensei, he taught you how to fight. And you told him everything. So he knows you got a bad kneecap. You got tendonitis in the elbow. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you can't walk up the stairs. You told him everything about you. So now he knows all your weaknesses. And so he just push you by the face. Fuck out of here. I'm going to fuck your mama. And you're going to like it. <laughs> I'm going to fuck your mama. And you're going to like it. You understand that? And so... <laughs> I want to keep going because this is a real life story. And this happens to you too. Not Maybe not my guys, but this this will happen. This happens with you and your sisters. Trying to captain save a hoe for your sister. I made a video uh, two years ago, a year and a half ago. Stop simping for your sisters. Stop simping for your mother. Stop simping for anyone. Stop being a simp. But... We have to understand why the simp, why what why the simp energy comes out. That beta blood I talk about is because there's a lot of different variables. Started with being a tell-all, tell all your business. You form relationships and friendships when they should be strictly business. If you just stop doing those two things alone, guys, stop telling everyone your business, because all they're gonna do is try to beat you to the punch. Not many people, many people are unhappy today and they're not going to celebrate your victories, even the ones closest to you. And don't expect them to. Expecting them to and not getting that result is going to make you feel even worse. Keep everything to yourself. Hire a coach. Talk to somebody who isn't looking out for your best, best interest. I'll tell you this. Anytime somebody hires me, I'm going to find a solution and I'm going to find a problem. But what you do with that solution and this new clarity and this new information is none of my business. It has nothing to do with me. If I give you the game and nothing changes in your mentality, that's on, that's on you. Neil Ray, $20. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for your lessons. The everything begins and ends with demand stuck with me. It helped me with interviews that I just uh, got hired. Congratulations. Um, and and as, a, as a Medicaid sales rep by United Health, getting paid 80000 uh, plus commission. Now you ain't got money. You ain't got that money yet. That's another thing. Don't go tell people I'm about to make $80,000 plus commission. And then and three months later, if you don't do a good job, get the fuck out of here, Neil. And now you got to explain that story. So this is this is a great coaching opportunity. You told me, fine. Don't don't tell everybody else. Cuz what if you don't make that? What if you don't excel at this job and uh you got to tell people that they let me go. It is possible. It is possible you'll 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 thrive. In any case, keep it to yourself. No one should know how much money you make. No one should know how many women you have. No one should know the, the quality of your sex life. No one should know um, that you that even right now, maybe you're heartbroken over something. We all must grieve. We all must let this stuff pass. We must feel the pain. We must enter the pain voluntarily and the discomfort. And that is how you get past it. And that's how you grow stronger. And so just be aware. Don't tell people what you make. 
I got a big announcement coming now. I haven't told y'all shit. You'll know about it. Big announcement coming. You'll know about it. <laughs> Thank you for the 20. So, Sensei, Sensei Dingling went over to the house and he scoped out the joint and he saw Mark. He saw an opportunity. She came over. He, he got her doing them squats. He, he said, do some deadlifts for me. Let, let me see you do a deadlift, Barbara. Gertrude, do a deadlift for me. What's a deadlift? Let me show you what a deadwood lift is. And he holding that lower back. You know, like these trainers. There you go. Stretch. Stretch. <laughs> Deeper. Deeper. That's it. That's it. That that's how that's how they do, man. That's how these train these are creepy ass trainers. Anyway, he probably went over there with good intentions, but then saw an opportunity, saw Mark, did an evaluation in his head, said, "All right, I'm going to go I'm going to fuck moms now." I'm gonna get some money, and I'm gonna move up in this joint. I'm a, my, you know, I pay, I pay eight fifty over there for that little studio, so I can save that eight fifty. And I'm a, when that lease is up, I'll move out. I'll, I'm gonna I'm rent this room, but I ain't gonna give her no money. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take this room. Pardon me. I'm, I'm gonna take this room. I'm not gonna rent it. I'm gonna take it. Uh, <laughs> You know, he went on to tell me, he said, you know, after he was screwing my mother, can you believe he was charging her still for uh, sessions? I said, I can believe that. And I don't blame him. <laughs> he, he actually told me, he said, coach, can you believe it? After he was done hitting it, he, he was hitting it and he was still charging her money for self-defense classes. I said, good man. Good man. Where's he at so I can high-five that motherfucker? Fist bump, baby. Get that money, man. Shit. What's me dicking you down got to do with my job? What's dicking you down got to do with my job? I, I told my client this. I said, I agree with it. I What, you, what you going to give her something for free? Hell no. Time is time. Investment is investment. And so he said, and after I told him that, he said, you know, it's like clarity hit me. Yeah, I guess I guess, I guess he should have been charging. What, what do you want to give it to her for free? He said, "But that's his. That's that's his woman. I don't give a fuck." Time is time. Money is money. Chilling with you, I'm losing money. So I said, "He, good man, good man. I like it. I like what you're doing, son." I really did. I, I, I didn't see any problem with what he was doing. The only thing I said he could have done, and I told my client this, I don't see anything wrong with what he's doing. For God's sake, your mother's 74 years old. Can you let the motherfucker get fucked before she dies? I, I told him, I said, your mother is in the fourth quarter. No timeouts. She's about to be fouled out. <laughs> She 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 got no timeouts and she can't cause another foul. Can we let the lady get dug in, dug up? Can we let the lady get stroked? I'll be stroking. <laughs> can we let can you let your woman feel like a woman again 
before she checks out. I swear to God, I told him this. Can can you let your woman? Why are you? Why do you care? He said, "Cause that that was my friend. He should have told me. He should have told me. What you gonna approve it? Well, you can hit it missionary, but don't hit it doggy. You can hit it missionary only. <laughs> what you gonna approve the sex, motherfucker?" I said this, and I, I I went back I went back in time. I said, you know, m- my dad died when I was young, and he wasn't a great leader for my mother. As a matter of fact, he cheated on my mother, and he 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 went with another woman, and and he he died in the presence of a new woman. He didn't die in the presence of his kids. He didn't die in the presence of of my mother. He died in, with the in the presence of another woman. Now, I'm not gonna call him wrong for that, but what I am gonna say is is that. Um, that does something to a woman. And I'm sure my mother went through a lot emotionally and mentally during that time. And she was st- still yet a young woman in her 30s raising me. My mom still wanted to get fucked. Why shouldn't she want to get fucked? She's in her 30s. She's she want that's peak actually for a woman in a lot of cases. Women want more sex late 30s and 40s than they do in in a lot of ways in their 20s. And so my mother wanted to get fucked too. And I and I'm glad she did. I look back now. I'm glad you got fucked, ma. You needed to get fucked. You're a woman with needs and a man my father left you with kids and then he died didn't leave you shit really and so you needed to move on with your life you needed to move on with your life and so who what what kind of man would I be if I lived unfaithfully what kind of man would I be to be policing who my mom is fucking now, when you're young, you don't really have this awareness and you might feel a certain way. I'm sure when I was 12 or 13 and saw, you know, a man in the house, not like she had a bunch of men in the house, but there was a few that squeezed in. She thought we were asleep. I could smell the uh, cologne and shit. But, you know, a woman has needs. A woman has needs and she has every right to get her back blown out she does and it's a shame that you know guys get mad at that women want to get their backs blown out they do let them let them they deserve it they need it they deserve it and so i look back now i don't give a goddamn if my mom called me right now and said i met a man i'm gonna say good 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 let him take you to the restaurant let him (laughs) let him take you to the restaurant i hope he takes you out to eat I hope he blows your back out. I really do want my mom to be happy. But this guy was the opposite. He tried to get it to stop. He was going to social media, he said, and highlighting this 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 situation. He was he was telling everybody his business. He was bad mouthing his mother, bad mouthing the sensei. I said, "You let the motherfucker in. You let the dude in with your whack game." And then old boy came in 
and said, I'm, this is my house, son. He straight, son, my client. Son, this is my house. And that's my bitch. And I'm running things. <laughs> oh, man, this is true, though. This is real life. I mean, it's some real shit. I saw my mom squeeze out. I saw di- di- shoes at the door and shit. Cowboy boots. I'm like, okay. Got a cowboy in the bedroom. Go ahead, mama. You know, my mom might be watching, but I mean it with, she's probably laughing, but my mom deserved to be in the company of a man, to be, to have the conversation of a man, to be touched by a man. She deserved that. She deserved that. And you, and you should want that. And like I said, if my mother called me right now, I said, I'm in a man. Thank God. Thank God, man. I would be happy for her. I really would. And I told this client, you went about this the wrong way. You were like a sucker about this shit. A beta male sucker. Again, he went to see, tell everybody he's in the barber chair. Can you believe my, can you believe my sensei's fucking my mother? Like, why are you telling people this shit? Why are you telling people this shit? And he told the bar robber, said, you need to get yourself a pistol, bro. Walk up on, boy. Oh, boy. And tell him, leave your moms alone. I said, one simp talking to another simp. I said, so what? You're going to get your ass whooped. You're going to take the gun out of your hands. You're going to whoop your ass. And then on top of it, you'll lose your job. What you needed to do when I told him is bless them. Bless them. Hey, what started out to be self-defense turned out to be self-defense and some dick pumping. Y'all enjoy yourself. Y'all enjoy yourself. But he was too attached to the man. He was too attached to the, that relationship as it was. He, he, he later told me, JP, thank you for the $10. Uh, let me read JP's stuff here. $10. Thanks, Coach Gio, for your wisdom and advice and being a man and uh, breaking the addiction to being a simp. Uh, this, By the way, this is a Killing the Simp uh, special edition. We have to wisely watch our actions and our relationships with people. Very true, and I teach this regularly. Bernie E.L. popping in here with a $50 uh, contribution to the show. Thank you so much, B. A salute, Coach Eo. Keep the con- up the content. Yesterday's video for the passport dudes was insightful. I'm going to do a full-on uh, show for that where I'm going to be fair to them, but also put them on real game. We don't want your advice, Coach. My Lee is good to me. <laughs> Coach, my Lee is good to me we don't want your advice coach <laughs> I bro just speaking for myself here I would feel like a total sucker and a chump booking an airline ticket and sitting there flying my ass to like Japan or some shit or like just sitting there thinking like I would feel like a sucker boy 
But that's me. That's me. Because I know I can get that shit downstairs, like, you know, down the block. Fuck out of here. Like, I just can't. I, I will not resonate with that. I will try to understand your position. But I cannot and will not resonate with that. I got women fly. I've had women fly to me 900 miles. Fuck out of here. The bitch down the street, as long as you got some leadership and some man and some man, you're a man. You can get her easily. I just never I can't understand that booking a ticket. Fucking American Airlines and shit. Ooh, they got it on sale right now. Round trip to uh, Brazil. 750. But Like just all happy about going to Like get the fuck out of here man Look I get it I, I'm not trying to be too critical man I just cannot Imagine ever booking a ticket I don't even drive to a bitch now <laughs> I'll never drive to a bitch Never Never I ain't never going to your house I ain't never coming to you you are always coming to me and I just cannot fathom a motherfucker saying get your passport and go fuck out of here I gotta say it like that you won't like it you'll be in your feelings and shit and I don't give a fuck to have you as a client some people came over uh, in, with the, in their feelings well, these dating coaches are upset I don't give a fuck about having you as a client man You're, you act like you know how many people there are in the world you think I give a fuck about having you as a client fam Fuck out of here. I want your sorry ass as a client. Fucking weak ass motherfucker. I, don't let me go in. I cannot believe. I cannot believe that shit. When I think. If I were to think. Okay. Book an airline ticket. Fly to Brazil. And and, and, and walk around. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, suckers I, I just gotta say it like it is Again I'm gonna try to understand it But it's just a shame how people are like buying into that shit American women ain't shit Really no woman is the shit until I make her the shit Let me tell you this right now No woman American, foreign I don't give a fuck what she is She is not the shit Until I make her the shit well, it's easier, coach, to make a foreign woman this shit. It ain't hard for me to make an American woman this shit. It's not difficult. No woman is the shit until I make her the shit. She comes in with bullshit, baggage, bad thoughts, bad lifestyle, bad habits, delusional. And so... When you're around me, you become the shit. And that's the truth. So no woman, foreign or domestic, is the shit until I make her the shit. I just cannot fathom a man getting his little passport, packing his little suitcase, getting on a plane, and just going to get off and start tricking. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. But let's not be judgmental. I'm being judgmental. I am. Because I understand most people do not have game at all. They act like bitches. They do shit women do. 
And then they get upset because the women don't want to fool up with them. Because well, you act like her. Look at even my, my this, uh, this, this story I'm talking about. I would feel embarrassed to fly far to fuck some little Filipino on a twin-size squeaky-ass bed somewhere. Not to say there's no nice places because there is. But I would feel fucking embarrassed. I wouldn't even feel... I probably couldn't even get a hard-on if I had to fly all the way over there and try to fuck this little foreign, desperate, third-world country bitch. Like, nah, man. Fuck out of here. (laughs) I actually would have more compassion for her, man. Like... I'll go over there on a mission trip, but I ain't going to go over there on no mission to get some pussy. Fuck out of here, simp. Facts. You want to impress? They won't do it. They won't do it, UG. They'll keep her ass over there. (laughs) They'll keep her over there. Cause they know what happened to Oom Fung Fu. Eddie, I'm an American woman now. I want what's coming to me. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> some sucker shit. All you passport motherfuckers are some suckers, man. I gotta. I'm gonna say it, like it or not. You some sucker ass motherfuckers, boy. That don't mean I, as the man, I respect you, but that that mindset, let me say this. As a man, I respect you and I want the best for you. But that mindset, you got a bitch mindset. But I guess only the weak, only the strong survive, and that's some weak shit. I could not fuck some third world country lady. But at the same time, I know what they're going to say. Well, you haven't been there, coach. They ain't like that. These girls take care of themselves. These girls work out. These girls are sweet. Get your bitch ass out of here. Why you need a woman to be sweet to you? Fuck you need a woman to be sweet to you for? Why do you need that? Be sweet to yourself. Be good to yourself as a man. And watch how the women treat you. Now, of course, you can have a bitch that hates her fucking life here in the United States and even abroad. And she hates herself, so she can't she can't like you. She hates herself, so she, she, don't, she can't like you. Nobody can really like you if they're miserable. But who gives a fuck about being validated by a woman? Who the fuck cares? Fuck out of here. Once you've had enough women, you're like, get the fuck away from me. I'll see you when I see you. And so that go. Let me go back to the story. That, that was part of the problem here. He went to the barber. He told everybody in the barber shop. He told everybody in the barber shop that my sensei's plowing my mother. And then, of course, the emotional men in the barber shop told him get a pistol and walk up on old boy just to get get the gun taken away from him. Like some fucking Denzel Washington trading day shit. Fuck is wrong with you? Fuck is wrong with you, boy? Fuck out of here. Lose your goddamn mind. Coming up on me like that. I'm sorry, sensei. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I don't want you fucking my mom no more. We were friends. We were friends for 10 years. I lost my friend. I lost my mother. I lost my friend and my mother. That's the real truth. You want to know the truth? I was mad because I lost my friend. I, I lost my sensei. And, and because he was causing so much trouble, listen to this. Because he because he was causing so much trouble. And he was telling he was all over social media and telling everybody, you know, what a scum bucket this guy was and how bad his mother was. And so he still had access to the text messages. And he said that he saw text messages from Cleothus, the uh, sensei, telling his mother, hey, I don't want you talking to your son no more. I don't want you talking to your son no more. Like, get rid of that motherfucker. And then the mother agreed. He said, you know, he was snooping. (laughs) They didn't know he was watching. And so he said, hey, listen, get rid of your son. Get rid of that motherfucker. And the mother said, I am. And that's because she would get taken that pipe. He had that hole. He had that hole on her. Because that pipe does things to a woman, boy. That pipe. Ooh, the power of the pipe. When you pipe a bitch down, don't matter what her age is. She'll melt in your hand. Doesn't matter. She could be 21, 81. <laughs> I, I even asked him on the call. I said, your mom must keep up with herself, huh? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my, my mom still got a little something, something. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, and uh, so they they were forming a plan to get rid of this motherfucker. And he said they were. She was willing. She was siding with him, Coach. I said, "Good problem, child. You're over here tampering their names and fucking talking shit and." The natural thing to do is get rid of the problem, and that's you. See, I told him, I said, the problem is you. It wasn't the fact that he was slamming moms. Now, sure. Let me put you on this game. They they couldn't tell him. Maybe they wanted to tell him. Maybe he was sitting there having a T-bone in a robe and shit. And he said, hey, baby, you know, we're going to have to tell your son about this. Because, you know, he about to go crazy. He's wondering. He done spilled my oil on you and shit. Pubic hair in the shower. I got fucking lever 2000 in the shower and shit. He know you don't use no damn lever 2000, baby. And so they probably talked about it. And she said, oh, no, we can't tell him. We can't tell him. He cannot. You can't handle the truth. This is why people don't tell you the truth. I'm not agreeing with it because I would have told him. I would have just told him. I would have said, hey, check this out, fam. Uh, I like your mom. Your mom likes me. I like your mom. And your mom likes me. That's a good lady right there. Good lady right there. She shouldn't be alone, son. I would call him son and shit. Shouldn't be alone. Come here. Have a seat, son. Have a seat. Now, I know, we know we've known each other a long time, and I put you on some game. A lot of game. You didn't know shit when I met you. 
But your mother there, your mother's a good lady. That's a good lady right there. She likes me a lot. She, she takes care of me. And so I'm going to see your mom, okay? And, and you may not like it for a while, but you'll get used to it. <laughs> I just would have told them, man. But they didn't tell them because they knew this motherfucker was getting ready to go berserk. This motherfucker was getting, and he was, he was going berserk. I'm sure in the beginning he said, I'm going to have to tell you. I'm going to have to tell your son, though, because, I mean, we can't keep hiding this shit. And the mom probably said, don't tell him. He's sensitive. He might go into a deep depression. I don't want to hurt the boy. I don't want to hurt the boy. He ain't got no bitches. How would he feel if I got some dick and he ain't getting no pussy? This, this, was, this was the discussion. Because he was having a hard time getting bitches at the time. And that was also another reason why he was upset. Because he just wasn't able to manage his life in the way he wanted to. And although this sounds like jokes, this is true. And she said, we can't tell him, Earl. Earl, we can't tell him. He ain't got no bitches. He looks up to you, Earl. Let's just keep fucking on the down low. Or can we do that, Earl? Can we fuck on the down low? And he said... We can do that, baby. We can do that. I just thought it'd be nice to let to let my son know that uh, I'm his daddy now. But we can wait. But then he smelled the oil. He he saw the oil, smelled the oil, got the text messages, and found out. Uh, and then he he felt he was he felt I was owed an explanation that I should have I should have been the decision maker. No, you should not have been the decision maker. And so can you guys please let your mothers get their back blown out? Please. They're going to do it anyway. Let them get fucked. You too, chill. And so I told him, I said, I blame you for this. Yes, he could have told you, but he probably never saw you the way you saw him. Have you ever, you ever known somebody who like was trying to buy your friendship? Let me know this in the, in the comment section guys and girls have you ever known somebody you could just see it like they tried too hard to be my friend they tried too hard to be my friend and I didn't you know I didn't really want to be their friend like that but you know he put me in a hard spot you know it's I don't, you know I don't want to upset the young man but they, or even a woman trying to trying too hard and so you know they don't have your best interest because they're really not a friend like you forced them into friendship and shit like hey man want to go out to eat you're like fuck if I say no he, if I say no you know he might not be a client no more and shit <laughs> see you're thinking about everything like, okay uh, where you want to go yeah, man, let's go to Hooters on me. I, I'll buy everything. It's like, eh, fuck it. I, I ain't been to Hooters in a minute. I'll go. So it's like those friendships, they never really were friendships. But then you get attached. And then, you know, next thing you know, they're, they're slamming your mom and shit. 
and now 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 they're in a tough spot. It's like you know I didn't want to I didn't want see I told him he didn't want to upset you. I'm sure he didn't want to upset you, but the man saw an opening, he saw an opportunity, and he took it. What do you think he's gonna say? You know what? The right thing to do is to turn down this cash, turn down this house, not keep paying rent elsewhere, and not get no, 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 no granny pussy. He's not going to do that, nor should you want him to do that. Wanting him to do that is no. Only for the willing. Third show in a row with a $100 super chat. Button will be made for you this week. Thank you so much for that. Unpacking today's topic has been a great balance of humor while still providing a solution to a teachable moment. Thank you so much. It appears the sensei got a two-piece and a biscuit. Well played. Facts! And then, and then my clients try to play or hate. Dick police. Thank you so much. Have a button made video this week. $10. Julio Chavez. My donation for today's ministry coach. You got me rolling. Hey, good, man. Good. Because it is funny. And we've all... Like, even when I told him, I said, hey, you know... My mother needed to get digged down when she was younger. Can I? Can I imagine? I, mean, I can't even imagine if I, you know, being a grown man, like being my age and being mad that my mother was getting digged down. And so he was. He was responsible for this. Now I would have told the young man. I just would have made him my son and shit. I would said, "Hey." Um, we're going to the J.O.P. next week. I'm getting that pension. I'm getting everything. I'm going to send your mother back to work. She's going to work doubles now. Um, your mother's going to work doubles now. Well, why, though? Why? She only works for it. Well, she's going to work 60 hours now. <laughs> she's going to work 60 hours now. We need, we need her to work. Okay? 60 hours. <laughs> I would add her working more. Oh shit! And when he told me, "Can you believe it?" He was he was charging her. I said, "Hell yeah, I could believe that shit." Boom! Hell yeah, charge these motherfuckers. Don't give them shit for free. Make them work and earn everything. I've been telling you since the beginning. Don't give a bitch shit. Make her earn it, and when she does earn it, take good care of her. But don't give her shit for free. Never give a woman none for free. Make her earn it. Put her in a position to earn it. That's another problem. See, you give it to her for free because you can't think of anything for her to do for you. I got a laundry list of shit you can do for me. And then once I see your ass is tired and sweating and uh, I go in there with a white glove and shit. Not bad. Not bad. Why don't you take your ass in the shower? And uh, I'll be in there in a minute. 
reward pumps too. Y'all just fuck just to fuck. I fuck to reward. And this sounds like ego. It's not. <laughs> I'm still the, 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 the let go with ego, EO guy. I'm, that's still real. That's still real. But I'm human. And this is how I roll. Just because it doesn't resonate with you and you want to go American Airlines and, and fly your ass to a third world country while you get robbed and shit. Bunch of fucking idiots. When you can get a bitch right now to do anything you want if you just fucking know yourself and just have some fucking self-respect. You let one bitch that didn't text you back or one bitch that flaked on you fuck your whole mind up. Should I be in there like Pines all right. You didn't use any of that fucking Dollar Tree shit, did you? This is the brand Pine Saw. The brand. It ain't the knockoff, right? This is the brand. Good job. Take your ass in the other room. See you in a minute. <laughs> and if you think this is a joke, it's not a joke. <laughs> this is not a joke. And so that man didn't owe you shit. And I told my client that he owe you shit. That's a grown-ass man. That's a grown-ass woman. And you're a grown-ass man. And the fact that you were going around broadcasting and trying to, like, you know, diminish his name and diminish your mom. Some bitch-ass shit. Some bitch-ass shit. And you got attached. You got attached. Fabuloso is good. Yeah, we switch off. We switch off. Pine Saw Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Fabuloso Tuesday, Thursday. We take Sunday off. Any man talking about passport game is a, is a simp sucker to me. To me. You don't have to like it. Bitch, leave. Fuck you doing here. I don't need you as a client either. I don't want to hear that bullshit. A dating co- I ain't even a fucking dating coach, man. I help men in overall facets. Fuck out of here. I was the only motherfucker to give this guy the clarity he needed. He sought after a lot of people. I'm sure they tried, but I told him. You got attached. You felt they owed you an explanation. Nobody owes you a fucking explanation, man. If they give you one, cool. If they want to tell you about it, cool. But you know, here's the truth. They knew you wouldn't be able to handle it, fam. If if dude thought you were a strong dude, first of all, if you were a strong dude, he wouldn't have been in the situation. And I told my client this. If you were a dude that had his mind together and his emotions and his affairs in order and he wasn't a tell-all, okay? He wasn't a tell-all. This shit never would have happened. The reason why this happened is your ass went, oh, mom, she hit you? Oh my god, I'm here with Master Sensei. Oh, I'm gonna see if he'll he'll train you. If that shit never happened, this shit doesn't happen. But it happened because you're a tell-all, you were a tell-all, he's not gonna do it no more. And you let 
you open the door for this shit to happen. But it's good that it did happen. It's good. Taught you a great lesson. You don't own people. People don't own you. People don't owe you an explanation for shit. Stop dick policing. Stop counting another man's money, his bitches, his successes. And I told him this. I'm glad my mom had some had, had some had some men in the past. Good. Good. She needed that. She needed that. That was an abandoned lady, my mom. She was abandoned. And so she was still a young woman and still had wanted a man's touch, a man's words. Fuck, you know, whether it worked or not, she needed that, she wanted that, and who am I to disrupt that? And so if your if your mother has a new man, you know, she let you know she divorced your father or whatever. You, you, you know, she's divorced or the man passed away or something. Can you let your mom get some dick, please? She needs that. And and, I, and the last thing I told him, I said, you need to get in touch with this sensei and your mom, and tell them I acted a damn fool. When the two of you linked up. And I hope the two of you are doing well. And I told him, I said, you don't have to be in the business. She, if she brings it up to you, well, you know, such and such. That's none of my business. I don't have anything to do with that situation. That's on you. But I don't have any negative. I don't have anything positive to say about it. I don't have anything negative to say about it. I'm neutral about it. That's your situation. It's not for me to get involved in. And so if you can do this as a general practice of stop getting involved in people's lives and stop caring what other people are doing, just like the passport dudes, fuck you still talking about American women for then? It's because you're hurt somewhere, motherfucker. You really want this bitch down the street, but you don't have enough man on you to get that motherfucker. So desperate men go after desperate bitches. That's the truth. Like it or not, that's the fucking truth. Because if you could get a bitch here, you would. See, listen. Think, motherfuckers. If you could get a bitch over here and have her doing everything you need, would you fly to another country? The answer's fucking no. The answer's no. So it's because you can't get a bitch here and you can't get her to admire you, your life, and your program. Desperate, what is it? Desperate acts call for desperate measures, something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your desperate ass flies off and hopes that a motherfucker in a third world country living in, you know, in some hut or some shit. And again, I know, I know there's other it's not all like that. Trust me, you can get a bitch here. It's not that hard. But you don't have this right. You don't have this right. If you had this right, getting a woman is not difficult. And so again, simping for moms, it happens. 
It happens. Stop letting that shit happen. <laughs>